One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You can wish for it or you can work for it. You got to work for greatness. If you ain't working, you should be working. Let's work. Welcome to Confessions of a Workaholic, where we share the untold success secrets of fearless female entrepreneurs who are obsessed with success. Your girl is back. It has been a long time coming. Y'all have been on my neck about when Confessions of a Workaholic was coming back. But y'all, life came at me fast since we have last been together. Um, I have so many life updates to share with my workaholic family. Um, I definitely appreciate everybody reaching out, everybody checking on me, everybody sending me love and continuing to support me by replaying my old episodes to death. I have been feeling bad about not providing you all um, with new content, but I definitely wanted to make sure that I was in the right space mentally um, to be able to give y'all what you need. I am really, really big on being inspired um, to create content. I never want to force it. I never want to just put out something just because I feel like it's time to put out something. I need to put out something. I'm on this deadline. I really love for my content to be organic. And so I have been going back and forth about um, the new direction that I want to go in with the show. And literally so many things have changed since our last episode. Um, and I, I want to be honest and let you know that I have not fully wrapped my mind around what 
my new vision for Confessions of a Workaholic is really going to look like. Um, but I'm back and I, I couldn't leave y'all hanging any longer. And so thank you so, so much for being patient with me. Um, thank you for all of the messages. Y'all have been blowing up my email, my DMs. Like I appreciate y'all and it definitely feels good to be missed. It feels good to be loved. Um, and so we got a lot to talk about today. All right. I definitely got to start out with my church bulletin announcements um, before I give y'all all all of my life updates and we get into some of the uh, lessons, the tips, the tricks, the tools that I want to share with you all on this brand new episode of Confessions of a Workaholic. First things first, I am so excited to share with you all that I just launched my brand new mobile app. It is thebomb.com. Trust me when I say you are going to want to get your hands um, on this app or you're going to want to add it to your to your phone, whether you have an Apple or an Android. um, It's available in both of the app stores. All you got to do is search for work university and it should pop up. It's a cute little orange icon with a little black girl with some natural hair, a little afro, some curls popping. Um, And this work university app is full of so many amazing features that I am just excited to share with you all. So I originally intended on this app being exclusive to my work university students. However, it ended up being so bomb that I needed to spread the wealth. Like I need it for every black woman around the world um, who could possibly get their hands on it to get their hands on it. And so I definitely want to invite you all to download it ASAP. Inside of this Work University app, there are virtual networking opportunities. You know that I believe that your network determines your net worth, okay? All of the opportunities that I've had have come through people. I truly, truly believe that there's always someone watching you with the power to bless you. And so in order for you to really, truly live the life of your dreams, to be able to do the things that you are, were born to do, You're going to have to make sure you are building some quality relationships. And so there are networking opportunities on the app where you're literally able to network with different like-minded, business-minded, like-spirited Black women in your city. If you don't see your city listed on the app, definitely make sure you let me know so I can add your city so you can represent and see who else is checking in from your area. There's also an amazing feature on the app called the barter board. Now, y'all, I had a vision of creating this barter board literally like way back in like 2013, 2014 when I was running the Single Wives Club because I've always believed that barter is the new black. So y'all remember like learning about bartering in elementary school. All bartering really means is like trading goods and services without necessarily exchanging money. And I believe that if all of us sat down together at like one of those long boardroom tables, every single one of us has something to offer, some skill, some asset, some gift that we can offer to one another that we can truly help each other get to our goals, help each other build our businesses without breaking the bank, without, you know, spending all of our hard-earned money. I believe there are things that we can do to just help and support one another. So inside the barter board, you're able to make a request for things that you need, and you're also able to share what it is that you have to offer and connect with workaholics around the world that are able to assist um, and help you out. So Definitely make sure you check out the barter board feature. There is app 
exclusive merchandise. We got some fly, some track suits, some crop tops, some sports bras, some uh, uh, biker shorts, like getting it in, it's lit. So definitely check out the shop tab. There's exclusive app only classes, um, trainings that are available only inside the app. I'm gonna consistently um, continue to update those trainings. So if you're looking for some free information, y'all know that teaching is what I love to do. It truly, truly is a passion of mine. And so whenever I'm able to share my secrets, my successes, the, the lessons that I've learned, I love being able to do that. So there's a classes tab where you can get free workshops and trainings um, that's only available on the app. I'm going to be adding some workaholic playlists to the app. So if you are trying to get your work on or trying to get your workout on, you'll be able to listen to those playlists directly from the app. There's a business directory where you can connect with service providers all around the world, whether you need um, photography or you need graphic design, you need an accountant, whatever it is that you need, you're able to connect with people who can provide those services for you directly on the app. There's a to-do list tracker. So if you are sick and tired of using that lame, boring notepad that came um, as default on your phone, then this is a place where you can keep track of all of your tasks that you need to, um, to complete so that you can be sure you're working towards your goals consistently. There's a game for you to play on the app. Like, listen, it's a free app. There's no ads inside the app. Make sure you download it. If you like it, if you love it, make sure you leave me a five-star review. And also make sure you turn on the notifications because every once in a while, I'm gonna be sliding across your phone with an affirmation, with a reminder of who you are and whose you are, with a little word of encouragement to get that ass to work. So download the Work University app. It's available right now. And it's open to the public. So you do not have to be enrolled in Work University to take advantage of this app. So tell a friend to tell a friend. It's lit. And I'll see you inside the Work You app. My last church announcement is we changed. I told y'all a lot has, has changed since we were last together. You know that I um, have been hosting travel agent certification courses. But in the past, these courses have, I've, I've been opening enrollment, doing a training, closing enrollment, and then you all had to wait for the next enrollment to come around. However, my co-teacher, Takesha and I, have um, decided in an effort to make it more uh, accessible and for you to be able to really access the uh, training on your schedule, we have created an open enrollment system. So what that means is that if you are interested in learning how to turn vacay into payday by becoming a certified travel agent, you can literally enroll in the Black Travel Academy at any time. So if you log on, if you follow us on Instagram at Black Travel Network, if you log on to Black Travel Network, and y'all know work is with the E, N-E-T-W-E-R-K. If you log on to blacktravelnetwork.com, you can sign up to become a certified travel agent. And as soon as you've registered, you are able to access the training on your own time, at your own pace, on your own schedule, and literally a way for you to turn your love for travel 
into a check. So I'm going to drop the link for the Work University app in the show notes. I'm going to drop the link for the travel agent certification course in the show notes. And you got to get in where you fit in. You know, I'm all about creating resources to help you create revenue. So if you're interested in that, definitely make sure you review the show notes when we are done here today. Now, listen, y'all, life has truly come at me fast, okay? I was talking at, at the end of last year, like all about this 2020 vision that I had. My 2020 vision did not look anything like what 2020 has, has presented me with, okay? We already know that uh, Corona came through here and shook things up. It's shaking the table. It has shook things up for all of us, okay? Um, you know, we've lost a lot of people. We have had to, some of us have lost ourselves. We've lost jobs. We've lost revenue. I literally, like, this is another conversation for another episode for another day, but I literally had to cancel two events, refund it over $70,000, like, 2020 has definitely tried it, okay? It's definitely tried it. Um, but there have definitely um, been a lot of blessings that have come my way. And so I don't want to complain like 2020 has just came through and wrecked shop. Even though it came through in a very unpredictable way and it you know, caused us to pivot, it caused us to get creative, it caused us to pause, um, we definitely have a lot to be thankful for and a lot to be appreciative for. And so I definitely, you know, I love to keep y'all in the loop with all of my little business. So if you're following me on Instagram at Coriel, then you probably already know all of this, but you might not know all the details. So I want to break down just some of my life events um, that have happened since we last spoke. So shout out to my main man, Ken Dog, who popped the question on April 4th. This is how long it's been since I've been on here. Like I can't even, I got to go back and look at my uh, podcast channel to even know when was the last time we talked. I'm pretty sure it was pre-COVID um, when I did my last solo episode. So since then, um, I've gotten engaged, y'all. That was definitely on my vision board for 2020, even though it did not happen the way I anticipated. It did not happen the way he had planned it. Um, it definitely happened, and it happened in the most perfect way. If y'all know me, you know, and I've said this a million times that I am an introvert. Like you might see me popping on Instagram and be like, sis, you're not an introvert, but I promise you, I'm like an antisocial socialite. Like I can turn it on when I'm working, but my real true self, my real true personality, I like to keep to myself. I like to keep my business private. I don't like um, a whole lot of bells and whistles. Like I'm, I'm a real simple person and I like to keep to myself. So this engagement that he had planned, this man literally was planning this huge thing. I don't even know what to call it, but he had all of these plans. Um, we were supposed to be going on a triple date vacation to Vegas with um, Lily and LB, two other couples that we like to travel with. And that I knew about that. So that was something that we were all planning together, but I didn't know that he was planning to propose. I also later found out that he had literally bought flights for my friends. There were like 10 of my best friends that had uh, flights and hotel and all of the all of the arrangements to come to Vegas and be a part of this proposal. And when I tell you that I am, that sounds really nice, but I don't want to ugly cry in front of nobody. I definitely don't want to ugly cry on nobody's camera phone. So 
because of COVID, um, literally like the week before we were supposed to go to Vegas, everything shut down. The strip shut down um, one by one. The clubs were shutting down. The hotels were shutting down. Everything was just shutting down. So we ended up having to cancel the trip. But because my man is really big on um, like numerology, he's really big on like sentimental dates. He really wanted to get engaged on 4-4. And so he still decided to go forward with his proposal, he just had to do it in a private way. So he ended up tricking me. We were on lockdown, um, but we had been talking about going to the drive-in because the drive-in was still open. That was literally like one of the last things that was still open that we could still do. So he tricked me into thinking we were going to the drive-in. He ended up taking a detour on the way to the drive-in. Y'all, I looked a fool too. I looked a whole fool. So when I say this did not go like how I thought my proposal was going to go, it didn't. But it was still perfect nonetheless. So he took this little detour. He had rented this beautiful loft um, in, in downtown Atlanta. It had this beautiful rooftop. And he had like the Janae Ico playing on repeat. He had the little rose petals on the, on the stairs. You know how Future be doing for all of his girls and his baby mamas. My man had the little, the rose petals everywhere. He had the little heart with the K and the K. I mean, it was beautiful. But we got to this loft at like, I don't know, maybe, let's say we got there at like nine o'clock. So we got there. He had food for me from my favorite restaurant, which it was so crazy because I had literally just posted on Instagram the day before, like when quarantine is over, I want to eat this from there. I want to eat this from there. Like I had this list that I posted on Instagram and he literally went to those places and got those things. He had ordered cake from my favorite uh, restaurant back home in Chicago. I mean, he had literally like pulled out all the stops. And so of course, when I saw the rose petals and when I heard the music and it was like candles everywhere, I thought, okay, this Negro got something up his sleeve. But when I say we ate dinner, he had like five bottles of champagne. We drunk champagne. And again, we got there at like nine o'clock. We played Uno. Like we did all of the things. And around 11, I'm like getting tired. So I had already made, you know, made up in my mind that this was not a proposal. He was just trying to do something special. But what I didn't realize is that it was April 3rd. So he was literally trying to wait until midnight so that it was officially April 4th to pop the question. So I'm literally dozing off, y'all. I'm sleepy, okay? I, I, I don't stay up late. So I'm literally dozing off. He gets me up. He's like, I got one more surprise. We got to go around here. We were on the rooftop. He's like, we got to go around here and find this red door. He's like, the owner of the house said, you know, there's one, there's a secret room up here, but we got to find the red door. So I'm half asleep, stumbling around this little rooftop looking for a red door. And he pulls out a red ring box and asks me to marry him. I just, ah! I boohoo like a big baby. It was just the sweetest thing. Um, and so it, that was amazing. The next day, if that, if that wasn't enough, the next day I wake up. I'm calling all my friends, telling them, you know, that I got engaged. All of them already knew because they were all supposed to be in Vegas. So they already knew. They're like, man, we know. We wish we could have been there. We're supposed to be in Vegas, yada, yada, yada. So that's how I found out that, you know, he had these big plans um, to propose in Vegas. Um, so I'm making all my phone calls. Then uh, I get in the shower. I go downstairs. And our 
vegan chef, our favorite vegan chef is downstairs cooking. So the crazy thing, the funny, the backstory about this vegan chef, shout out to Brittany, Free Birds. Um, what's her, her new Instagram? It's Free Birds Vegan Kitchen, I think, on Instagram. But on our first Valentine's date back in, I think, like 2018, we went to a vegan cooking class with Chef Brittany. So the fact that it was like this full circle moment, he had her cooking what I didn't realize was a brunch for this brunch party that he had planned. Um, so that was like the first surprise. Then probably 30 minutes later, my makeup artist shows up and y'all, I burst into tears. I'm such a big crybaby. Not, I'm like a, a non-emotional person, but when I, when I cry, I cry. So I burst into ugly tears, had to get myself together. So, you know, I could get my makeup done without messing it up. She showed up. So I would not be looking a plum fool because he knew I was going to want to post, you know, pictures on Instagram. And I was already looking a fool from the night before I had a wig on. I mean, and I'm not a wiggy. And if you're a wiggy, no shade. I didn't mean it like that. But for me, it's like, come on, sis, you got a wig on. Um, So it was just crazy. So if that wasn't enough, um, he had a photo booth. Uh, my friends who own a photo booth company, they came over, brought the photo booth. They had like my little, uh, you know, like my own personalized, she said, yes, little photo background for the prince. Um, he had invited my friends over. It was just, it was amazing. So I had a little engagement party in the middle of a pandemic, y'all, um, on April 4th. So that was life coming at me fast, part one. Life coming at me fast, part two. Um, so that was April 4th. I had, we had already talked about getting married, right? Like we had obviously, you know, most people before they get engaged, they at least had a conversation about getting married. In my mind, like my dream was to get married on New Year's Eve. So because it was already April, because we were in the middle of a pandemic, it was obvious that New Year's Eve was probably not going to work for this year. But I'm still looking. Um, we, of course, want to do a destination wedding. So I'm looking at all the plan- at all the you know venues. Everything is already booked for New Year's Eve, blah, blah, blah. So we're in the middle of making wedding plans. I'm looking for dresses, going to dress shops, doing all the things. End up in Miami in June um, looking for dresses. I find the most amazing dress in the entire world, you know, put the little money down for the dress. We ended up picking a February uh, wedding date because we couldn't get New Year's Eve. Everything was already booked. So fast forward to July. So June, I go to Miami. I find my wedding dress. Fast forward to July. July 8th rolls around and I I mean, I don't have to tell y'all all the, the, the details, but July 8th rolls around y'all and I find out I'm pregnant. Okay. Uh, we don't have to talk about how I, why I thought I was pregnant and all that stuff, but I ended up pregnant on July um, 8th and I was already, I think I was six weeks pregnant when I found out because I went to the doctor the next week and I was like seven weeks pregnant already. So when I do, did the math y'all and looked at my little calendar, I realized that this man got me pregnant in Miami, literally the weekend that I found my wedding dress. The weekend, the same exact weekend that I found my wedding dress, this man gets me pregnant. So engaged in April, pregnant in July. Here we are in October, um, and I have literally gone from planning to be Mrs. Mallard to baking a little mini Mallard. Um, so I do have a bun in the oven. When I tell you that guy is is the joker of all jokesters, like 
I definitely did not plan this. He did not plan this. Obviously, we could have done things to, you know, prevent it. We obviously did not. Um, but it was a huge surprise. One thing that I want to mention, and I haven't really told anybody this except for him, of course. One thing that I want to mention in case anybody else has ever experienced this, I always hear people talking about like postpartum depression, like what women go through once they've had a baby and they are, you know, trying to make adjustments and trying to find themselves and all of those things. I don't know if prepartum is a real thing, but I was really, uh, I don't want to say I was depressed because I feel like there are really people who are depressed and I don't want to minimize what they go through because I was going through a little something, but I really went through it when I found out I was pregnant because we, of course, talked about getting pregnant on a honeymoon. That was our plan. Like we gonna come back from the honeymoon with a bun in the oven. That's, that's what we planned on doing. But I thought that I at least had another year. So for me to be in the midst of planning this dream wedding to, you know, marry the man of my dreams, found the most amazing dress. My bachelorette trip was scheduled for September 17th. Like I had everything lined up. And then to find out that I'm pregnant, it was just like, this is like the worst time ever. Like, I cannot believe that this was happening. And for anybody who's listening, you know, that is trying to get pregnant or you've been struggling, don't let me, um, I don't want, again, I don't want to minimize what anybody else is going through, but I'm just keeping it real with y'all about what I was going through. And I know that it sounds very selfish. I have come to the realization that it was very selfish of me because, you know, my sadness was was definitely for selfish reasons. I'm thinking about how snatched I looked in this wedding dress that I'd bought, how I'm going to have to get, you know, get back snatched, um, lose this baby with all of this stuff, how I'm going to have to postpone the wedding. I had to cancel my bachelorette trip, like all of these selfish reasons, but they're my reasons nonetheless. And so I don't know if prepartum is a thing, but I definitely went through it when I found out about this uh, surprise baby that was baking. Um, And so that was a whole nother thing of just having, you know, all of this thrown in my lap at one time um, and really just having to process what it all meant. You know, I'm going from just preparing to become a wife to having to now think about like being a mom and all of the things that come with it. And of course, I've always wanted kids, you know, forever for, you know, forever, ever. I've always wanted kids. But I honestly thought that I was going to be one of those people that had to try to get pregnant. I literally posted on, I think, June 25th. I put the screenshot up the screenshot up on my Instagram the other day. I posted a post on June 25th on Instagram that was asking my my Instagram fam about fertility secrets. Because again, I'm thinking that I'm somebody who's literally going to have to like prepare my womb to give birth. Like I wanted to know about the vitamins. I wanted to know about the supplements. I had ordered some fertility tea. Literally the day that I got that fertility tea in the mail, July 8th, it was literally the day that I found out I was pregnant. So when I say that God got jokes like, super jokes. In my mind, I was going to start taking this, taking, um, drinking the tea. I was going to start taking the prenatal vitamins, all of these things in August so that by February, you know, when I go on my honeymoon, I will be good and ready. My womb would be warmed up to be able to, um, you know, get ready for this baby. 
So for me to have to like switch gears and realize that that was already happening and that all of my other plans were changing and that, you know, it was just a lot. It was a lot. But what really helped me to kind of get over it, um, I just convinced myself that, you know, my baby wanted to be at the wedding and I can't be mad. The wedding is going to be bomb. Um, and I can't be mad that my baby wants to be there. So we're going to have a, a, a wedding crasher, the ultimate wedding crasher. Our little guest of honor will be at our wedding. And I guess it's all working out because we had to postpone the wedding uh, from February. I'm doing March. So my man is like, yo, if this baby comes on February 21st, I'm going to know something because that's the day we were supposed to get married. Our original wedding date was February 21st, um, but we had to postpone from February 21st to New Year's Eve. So it all ended up working out. We're getting married next New Year's Eve, um, and that just gives us more time to plan. And because of this pandemic, it was really challenging trying to plan a destination wedding anyway. So I know that, you know, God makes no mistakes. I questioned him a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. I did question him. I had some questions for your boy when I found out about the baby, but um, I'm over it now. The excitement is coming. I'm not, you know, all the way there, but I'm getting there. Um, So that's that. That was my second life coming at me fast. Um, A couple weeks ago, I celebrated my 35th birthday, which was amazing. Shout out to the Libra gang. I had an amazing little backyard picnic put together by Pretty Lux Picnic. She's the bomb.com. If you're in Atlanta, definitely check her out. She can do, she can put a picnic together anywhere because I just have a little small um, deck in my backyard, but she's been doing picnics at the park. She's been doing them by the lake. She even did one on somebody's apartment balcony. I saw her do one in somebody's living room. So she definitely works her magic. Um, Shout out to her. That was my third life moment, my 35th birthday. And then this weekend, I'm going on my baby moon. So I'm super excited about it. Um, My man surprised me with a birthday trip for, for my birthday, which I I knew I was going on a trip, so that wasn't the surprise. The surprise was where we were going. I didn't know where I was going, but I assumed that my birthday trip was also going to be my baby moon. However, he surprised me with a baby moon, and he's making my Amtrak dreams come true. So I've always wanted to go on a cross-country Amtrak um, ride, and so we are literally going from Chicago to L.A., It's like a 44-hour train ride. I'm super excited about it. We're going to get to go through some states that I otherwise probably would never find myself in. So I'm super excited about that. It's a one-way ticket. So he got some more surprises up his sleeve. I don't know where we're going to end up, but stay tuned. I'll report back um, on the next episode, or I'm sure I'll be posting about it in my stories and on my Instagram if you want to see where I end up. But I'm super excited about it. 2020 has definitely been full of surprises. It's been full of blessings. Um, And I'm just excited to have been able to really manifest all of this, even though it did not happen in the time that I thought it was going to happen in. And so what I want to talk about for the rest of this episode is manifestation and what that really means, because literally all of the things that I'm experiencing have been things that I've spoken. They've been things that I've, you know, talked to God about. They've been things that I've requested. They've been things that I've put on my vision board, but they definitely did not come 
um, you know, necessarily at the time. Well, I guess everything except the baby. Everything else came on time except the baby. The baby was the was the shocker. Um, but one question that I want to ask in terms of manifestation, because again, I am, I, I have been blessed. And, you know, I know I told y'all I was struggling a little bit with the with the baby news, but when I stop being selfish and think about it, I can't be mad at God for giving me what I want on his time instead of giving it to me on my time. So one thing that I've been thinking about and that I want you to think about is are you prepared for what you've been praying for? Because, you know, when it comes to manifestation, when it comes to praying these prayers, you cannot always not even always, we're never in control of how these prayers manifest. We we can never dictate to God what we want and when we want it. You can try it, but let me tell you, when you try to rush it, it ain't right. Because my first engagement back in 2009, that was something that I manifested and that was something that I forced. That was something that I literally made happen and it was a mess. And so if you are truly willing to be patient, you can definitely manifest the things that are, are really for you, the things that you know are, are a gift from God, but you definitely have to be prepared for the things that you've been praying for. So I'm assuming that God, you know, knew that I was prepared because I was asking all the questions. I was buying all the vitamins. I was ordering the teas. I was doing all of these fertility things to prepare myself. And God was like, okay, sis, you prepared? Oh, okay, let me send you what you've been praying for. Even though it was not on my time, I'm still prepared for it. I know that God does not give me anything that, you know, I, I can't handle. So for the things that you have personally been praying for, and only you know what those things are, only you know what you speak to God about at night, only you know what you've been writing about in your journal, what you've been um, uh, creating intentions for. Are you actually prepared for those things? And if your answer is no, I definitely want to encourage you to start doing the work now because you don't just get what you pray for, you really get what you prepare for. The worst thing that you can do is manifest something that you've been praying day and night for, but you're not really prepared for it because God forbid you get it and then you mess it up. You get it and then it's gone because you weren't really ready for it. So are you prepared for the things you've been praying for? Can you truly handle the things you've been praying for? Are you praying for things that are out of your league until you get ready? Some of us are praying for um, healthy, happy relationships, but we know in our heart of hearts that we in our singleness are not healthy and happy. And I truly believe in the law of attraction and you attract what you are. You're like a magnet. So until you uh, reshape your mind, until you really truly become the healthiest, happiest version of yourself, you're not going to be able to attract those things and other people. So really getting real with yourself about who you are right now, what you can handle right now, and what you are attracting based on who you are. So again, are you prepared for the things that you've been praying for? Can you handle the things that you've been praying for? If, if God blesses you with it, can you handle it? Are you equipped right now to handle those things? You're praying for a six-figure business. Are you equipped to manage six figures? How have you been managing those four figures? 
If you cannot manage a thousand, you don't want God to bless you with a million because you won't know what to do with it. So get ready now so that when you receive it, you can really truly live in it. You can walk in it confidently without questioning yourself. God forbid he gives you what you want and you lose it. You mess it up because you weren't ready. Would you really truly be happy with it? Sometimes we're out here speaking that we want things, you know, trying to manifest things based on what somebody else wants for us, based on what we see somebody else having. So you've convinced yourself that you want to be a successful business owner because everybody on your Instagram timeline seems to be a successful business owner. So I guess that's the move. I guess that's what I need to do. So let me just try to start this business. Knowing good and well, you're not built for this. Are you going to be happy if you really get what you say you want? Can you handle it? And are you going to be happy? Then I want you to ask yourself, are you willing to flow instead of trying to force it? Are you willing to flow instead of trying to force it? I told y'all I manifested my first engagement. I, 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 I hands down, a thousand percent. I wrote that letter to God. I put every single ridiculous, foolish thing that my 24-year-old brain came up with that I needed in a man. And I got just that. It was everything I thought I wanted and absolutely nothing that I needed, but I was forcing it. I had made up in my mind that I needed to be married by 25. And so I was literally in a toxic situationship, in a toxic relationship where I had told this man I was going to give him my life because I, I just wanted to be a wife. Like that was my goal. By 25, I need to be a wife so I can start having these kids. Like, I don't care what else is going on in the world. I don't care what else I'm going through. I don't care. Nothing else matters. I forced that situation and I was really truly trying to force something that was not for me. So are you flowing or are you forcing? And again, this can be a relationship. It could be the business that you're in. It could be the career that you're in. It could be a friendship that you're in. Are you flowing or are you forcing? And are you willing to flow? Are you willing to trust God's timing instead of your own? I'm telling y'all, like, I really had to have these conversations with myself. This is not just me talking to you like I got it all together and I know it all. These are literally questions that I had to ask myself because when I was sitting there boo-hoo crying, like I did a, I did a ugly cry, like a, <laughs> like tears running down my face, like somebody had beat my ass kind of cry when I found out I was pregnant, okay? Because all of my perfect plans had just come crumbling down and I really had to ask myself, are you really willing to trust God? Like you say you trust God when it's all good, but are you willing to trust God even when you don't get what he's doing? Obviously, you know, this happened for a reason at this time. In this place at this time, it happened for a reason. So are you willing to go with the flow or are you so busy trying to force what you think should happen when you think it should happen on your own time, okay? You gotta learn to trust God's timeline instead of trying to be on your own deadline. Those deadlines that we make up in our head, I got to do this by this age. I got to do this before this age. Those things, they will get us in so much trouble. When we try to rush it, it ain't right. So are you prepared for the things that you've been praying for? And are you willing to flow instead of trying to force it? 
in order to manifest what you want, you first have to understand what manifestation means. I feel like manifesting is one of those words that's just thrown around. Like we see it so much that we don't even think about what it means. My definition of manifesting, and if you Google it, something else might come up, but my definition of manifesting is using your thoughts and your energy to create your reality. So how are you using the things you think about and the things that you do, the way you act, your words, to create what you truly want. I believe that your actions, your words, your thoughts, your intentions, they all have to be in, a, in alignment. It all has to be in alignment for you to truly attract the things that you want. Again, you are a magnet and you are going to, when you go out in the world, you're going to get what you give. So if you give bitterness, angriness, attitude, that's what the world is going to give you back. If you give love, kindness, appreciation, gratitude, that's what the world is going to give you back. So whatever you are putting out, whatever you're getting is a reflection of what you're putting out. So in order to manifest what you want, and some people are like, yo, sis, I've been saying I want this, but I've been getting a bunch of mess. If you are willing to accept a bunch of mess, you're going to continue to get it. If your mind is filled with a bunch of mess, that's all that you're going to attract. Okay, so in manifesting, three things that I want you to think about. The first thing that I want you to, to do is to get real. Get real. And with my first relationship, my first engagement back in 2009, I was not being real. I was trying to rush it. I was not being real about what I wanted. I was not being real about what I deserved. I was literally trying to create a life plan for myself based on what other people wanted for me. So other people said, okay, you're out of college, you're in your career, it's time to buy a house. Ended up foreclosing on that house. And, you know, I didn't end up really losing out. It ended up being a good business decision. But had I listened to my first mind, had I really created um, my own intentions outside of what other people were convincing me to do, I never would have got myself into that situation. Same thing with me getting engaged. Had I really been real about what I wanted, had I been true to myself about who I wanted, I would have never gotten myself in that situation. So before you go out here and try to manifest something, you got to get real about what you want and think about why you want it. Are your motives pure? Because if you are trying to manifest something and you got some messed up motives, I promise you how you get it is how you're going to lose it, okay? So step one, you got to get real. Before you start talking about what you want to manifest, think about what you truly want outside of the outside influences, outside of what your mama says, outside of what your bestie is doing, outside of your, your Instagram timeline, outside of what's going on on social media, outside of what you see um, the, them, the girls doing on uh, Instagram or on reality TV, outside of what success looks like for everybody else, what is it that you truly want? What's your definition of success? What's really going to make you happy? Whatever that is, you got to get real with yourself. The second thing that you have to do is you have to get specific. I believe that you have to set a specific intention. And again, we cannot be in control of you know, all of the details, when we're going to get it, how it's going to show up, what it's going to look like, but we can be very, very specific and intentional about what we want. Now, you can be specific about what you want, but you also have to be open about how it shows up. 
So, so sometimes your type is what's keeping you single. Sometimes you are so specific about how you want it to show up. You're not just saying, I want a healthy, happy relationship. You're saying, I want a healthy, happy relationship with a tall, dark, and handsome man that's between the ages of 35 and 40 who, you know, is in his career earning X number of dollars driving this car. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Okay. You want to get specific about what matters what you want, but you also want to be um, mature about what you want. You want to make sure the things that you are trying to manifest are things that really matter. Okay. I told y'all I wrote that letter to God and God sent me that food. That was everything that I wrote in that letter. And it was a bunch of silliness that I wrote in that letter. Like it was so much ridiculous things that, that did not hold any weight. Like they did not matter at all. And it was literally like God saying, okay, that's what you want. Here, 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 here. Here you go. You think that's what you want. And then sitting back and laughing at me when I got it because it was a complete mess. So get specific, be realistic um, about what you want. And then number three, you got to get quiet. So you got to get real, you got to get specific and you got to get quiet. And when I say get quiet, I mean, start meditating. Turn off all of those thoughts as Americans, as black women, our minds are literally racing a mile a minute. There's not a moment that goes by for most of us that we're not thinking about a million things. What we got to cook for dinner, what our kids need, what our mama asked us to do, what we promised our best friend we was going to do, what deadline we had at work, what we got on our to-do list. Like we're always going a million miles a minute. And it's really hard for God to speak to you. It's really hard for God to show you um, the things that you need to see for him to to give you messages for him to send you signs and signals when your mind is racing like that. And so meditation is definitely one of the hardest things um, that you're ever gonna, gonna learn how to do, but it's, it's worth it. And in meditating, I do recommend daily meditation, but it doesn't have to be some hour long, even 30 minutes long, you know, process that you go through every day. It could literally be a five minute daily meditation where you're just giving yourself five minutes of quiet, quieting your mind for five minutes so that God can slip in a little message, so that God can tell you, go over here, talk to this person, this is what you're going to say, and they're going to point you in the right direction. Literally will give you the directions, will hand you the roadmap to get to the things that you, you've been wanting to manifest, but if you don't slow down for long enough, if you don't get quiet for long enough, then you're going to miss it. You're going to miss it. I, I believe that God is sending us signals and signs on a daily basis, but most of us are too busy we're doing too much talking. We're doing too much planning. We're trying to be in too much control and we are, are missing out on the things that we want to manifest because we're not getting quiet. So in manifesting, you want to get real about what you want. You want to get specific about what you want and then you want to get quiet so God can tell you how to get it. One thing that I've realized over these last 11 years is that when it comes to manifestation, worrying is literally the worst thing that you can do. So I know you've heard of vision boards. You've probably made one or two or a few, but I can definitely admit that I've made vision boards in the past, created this vision of what I wanted for myself and then worried myself to death about why it wasn't here, why it wasn't showing up, why I wasn't getting it. You worrying is literally one of the worst things you can do when you're trying to manifest. On the, and, and, and to go along with that, complaining, 
So worrying is bad. Complaining is probably even worse because when you, the moment you complain about what you don't want, it's like literally asking the universe to send you more of that. And so what you can do, the opposite of complaining is showing gratitude. So you may not have everything that you want, but you got something. You are experiencing something right now that you once prayed for. So instead of complaining about all of the things that you don't have, you can literally spend your time showing gratitude for the things that you do have. And God is just going to give you more to be grateful for. So if you spend your time complaining, you're going to have more to complain about. If you spend your time showing gratitude, you're going to have more to be grateful for. And then there's a couple things that I want to leave you with that you can literally do on a daily basis to help you manifest the life of your dreams, manifest the things um, that you've been putting on those vision boards, manifest the things that you know that you desire and deserve. One of my favorite exercises is called the dream day. And I've been doing this exercise for at least five years, every time I do it, I have the same exact vision. So for the dream day exercise, all you do is close your eyes and using your imagination is a big part of manifestation. Using your imagination is a big part of manifestation. So in order to do the dream day, all you got to do is close your eyes and just imagine yourself living your best life, whatever that looks like, living your best life five years from now. From the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep, what does that dream day look like? What are you doing in the morning? Who are you doing it with? Who are you doing it for? I always got my little babies. In my dream day, it always starts out with me cooking breakfast, getting breakfast ready for my babies, head into the studio. I don't know if it's a podcast studio. I don't know if it's a television studio. I don't know if it's a Netflix studio. I don't know what kind of studio it is, but I'm heading to the studio my man is at the studio with me. My kids are in the audience with me or, or you know, in front of the camera. Uh, I'm in front of the camera. They're on the other side of the camera and they're watching me work. That's, that's my dream day. Every single time that I do this exercise, I see the same exact vision. My vision has not changed. Even though for the longest time, I didn't have a face on my husband. I didn't have a face on my kids. It, it was just like images, outlines of my husband and my kids. Now, thankfully, now I can close my eyes and I can envision my man. I still can't really envision my kids, um, but I can, I can envision these things. I can close my eyes and see it like it's real, like it's really happening. So the dream day exercise is one of my favorite things to do because it gets me excited. Think about you living your best life, whether that is running a successful business, climbing the corporate ladder, running the meeting at work, um, shipping a bunch of orders, making love to your man, whatever this dream day looks like for you, all of our dream days are going to look different because we're all different people. We all want different things. Again, that's why you got to be real about what you want. So closing your eyes and just imagining yourself five years from now living your best life is one of the best things that you can do for yourself because it's literally creating in your imagination. It's creating what you want to manifest. Another exercise that I like to do is called scripting. And scripting is when you literally get your journal out and you write as though you are the author of a book or um, you're writing a movie script. But instead of you just creating some fantasy, you, the movie script is you, your life, what you're doing. You're writing out, you're writing out your dream day. So think of it like 
that. The, the dream day exercise is you closing your eyes and you literally imagining it. Scripting is you writing it out as if it's real. You're writing out this bomb script where you are the star and you literally get to dictate what happens in this script. You're just writing it out. There's something that happens, like writing it makes it real. There's something that happens when you start writing down the things that you want to manifest. Daily meditation is something that you can do. Again, getting quiet. Um, I believe like prayer is you talking to God. Meditation is God talking to you. So in meditating, you're literally just allowing yourself a little bit of time to get quiet for long enough to get those messages from God. Instead of spending all your time putting in those requests, you know, most of the time when we pray, we begging God for something. God, please, if you just get me through this, God, I promise you I won't do it again. God, if you just give me what I'm asking for, I promise you I'm going to appreciate it. God, if you just give me a little bit more money, I promise you I'm going to manage it. Most of the time we are, you know, asking for what we want. Sometimes we're thanking them for what we got, but meditation is more so listening allowing him to give you direction, give you signs, give you some signals and let you know where you need to go, what you need to do, who you need to talk to, to be able to manifest the things that you've been um, praying for. So create your dream day, literally closing your eyes and imagining what you want, writing out your script, doing daily meditation, creating affirmations that are meaningful for you, setting them up um, in your phone as alerts. So literally every few hours, you can have an alert that pops up in your phone that gives you an affirmation. I told y'all that part of the Work University app, if you turn on your notifications, it's me sending you affirmations, me sending you little reminders to get your mind right. I know that throughout the day, people be getting on your nerves, your mama make you mad, your kids stressing you out, your boss is getting on your last damn nerve. Sometimes you just need a little pick-me-up. Sometimes you just need a little word of encouragement. So whether you're getting it from me through the app or whether you are setting them up as alerts inside your calendar so they pop up on a daily basis, you just need those gentle reminders throughout the day to keep you on track because having a positive mindset, really truly making sure your thoughts are in alignment with the things that you want to attract that's how you're going to be able to manifest the life of your dreams. So life has come at me fast in 2020. I am so hopeful for you that you are attracting and manifesting the life of your dreams. I am um, prayerful that you are going to find the strength to go with the flow instead of trying to force what you want to happen. And I am so happy to be back with you all here on Confessions of a Workaholic. I hope that you've enjoyed this week's show. I love you. I want you to remember that you already have everything you need to get everything you want if you are willing to work. I'll see you next time. Peace. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.